What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? This episode of the podcast features a guest with an absolutely extraordinary story and an unbelievable skill set for motivation, self-growth, and doing really big things. There is a ton of super great, mind-blowing information. In this episode, we get into the extreme importance of creating a healthy mind and body, constantly climbing the ladder, and investing in an emerging industry. There is an absolute ton of value in this episode, and I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 33 of the Creating Wealth Podcast. Today, I have the great pleasure of interviewing Doug Connolly. He is a union electrician, electrical apprentice teacher, investor, fitness extraordinaire, and entrepreneur on his way to reaching financial independence. What's going on, Doug? How is everything going? How hey, are you? Hey, Kyle. Thanks for having me on the show. This, uh, you know, looking forward to this. You know, I've been waiting for this for a little while. And uh, yeah, no, thanks for the introduction. You know, I love all the kind words and everything. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're just rolling with it. Uh, you know, I've been an electrician for about 14 years now. Uh, I've been teaching it for about 10. I just enjoy teaching people stuff, you know, and uh, like you were saying, health, you know, I've been on this uh, fitness journey for shit about, uh, about 17 months now, uh, back in December 2019. Uh, you know, I was pushing obesity, let's call it, you know, I was uh, way overweight, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, doctors wanted to put me on some medication and uh, you know, it just wasn't for me, I wanted to stay away from the pharmaceutical, you know, putting a band-aid on a cut, you know, the, yeah. So we just started rolling with it and uh, eating better and just getting into fitness. That's really incredible, man. And I can't <laughs> wait to kind of, you know, post some of the progress pictures that you've sent me. They're, they're honestly out of this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're wild, man. I, uh, I almost can't believe it myself. You know, you, you see yourself every day, so you really just don't recognize it piece by piece. But when you start to see people you haven't seen in about a year, you know, I mean, I've dropped down from 228, uh, you know, I'm 5'3", you know, I'm not a tall guy, uh, down to 148, uh, and it's, I'm not doing anything extreme, I, I changed my diet, um, you know, keeping it real simple is what I do, I don't get extravagant, I I eat, you know, we're probably like 90% plant-based right now, I eat a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, uh, I'm mixing the, you know, the natural foods, nuts, yogurts. Uh, we do a little little dairy, um, some a lot of fish, a lot of chicken. I stay away from the beef and the pork. And, uh, you know, they would just true what they say. It's 90% diet, 10% the exercise. And uh, I just enjoy running. So I've, I've been packing in the miles this year, man. I've been pounding the pavement, let's call it, you know, getting yeah. out there. So, totally, man. That's That's crazy. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's it's incredible man you watch uh, your blood pressure drop just from re-sculpting your whole lifestyle you know and uh back in december 2019 is when this started so we i dropped alcohol out of my diet too you know uh that was kind of a new year's resolution thing for me we dropped that out after about three months i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna drink again in my life you know i might as well take a 20 dollar bill put it on the table, light it on fire and uh, just, you know, financial freedom. There's no room for it. You know, it's every dollar yeah. counts when you start to invest in uh, when you get your body right, you start to think correctly. So, you know, you start eating these proper foods, uh, you get away from that process, ultra processed GMOs, all the American diet, let's call it. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, there's no, uh, there's no profit in healthy food. So people want to just continuously, you know, fruity pebbles. Uh, there's a lot of profit in that because it's nothing in it, nothing good for it. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's uh it's different, you know. It's uh it's definitely a lifestyle change when you're uh, cracking an avocado and half at lunch around it. You know, I'm a tradesman, so I work around a bunch of construction workers. And <laughs> yeah. an incredible group of guys, but these you know these guys got you know they were we all weren't on the best diet. I wasn't on it for years. Like, I'm I'm in my mid thirties, and I 
I spent 35 years building that body. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's going to take more than the 17 months to drop it off. But it's, uh, <laughs> you just got to keep your mind right, you know, and uh, just constantly be climbing that ladder. You know, the, the ladder never ends. It's, you think you get to the top and you're successful and, you know, you're doing great. Don't get me wrong, but then another rung grows on that ladder. You know, something that I like to keep in mind is uh, kind of a quote I made myself would be, you know, uh, uh, you know, fear is mental, man. Pain is real. You know, Doug Conley, it's, uh, you just, people fear it, you know, fear getting out there and until you actually feel that first pain of doing that first run, you know, you're actually accomplishing something, you know, and it's, uh, it's been quite the road, man. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, man. Was it like pretty difficult to kind of, you know, hear the news about, you know, like your blood pressure and stuff to kind of make the yeah, transition man. into... Yeah, like, was, it was it heavy in the mindset? Yeah, it was scary, man. I, um, you know, so when I first went, you know, they checked your blood and all that. And uh, when I first went, they basically, the lady was like, hey, uh, you're in like uh, stroke category one right now. I don't want you to leave my doctor's office without taking medicine. And I'm like, oh, you know, I really, I'm, I'm just not a big pharmaceutical dough guy. You know, I, I'm like the whole natural way of things, you know, that's, we were yeah. made to, you know, we, Joe Rogan says it best, man. We're hunters and gatherers. We come from, you know, we should be climbing mountains and walking prairies, you know, not sitting at cubicles. And, you know, I do a lot of walking at work. We're tradesmen, you know, I'm in big buildings. But yeah, it was uh, it was pretty heavy to hear that. It's scary, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't sleep good for, you know, a few weeks because you don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. you're hard. I'm over here checking my pulse at nighttime and, I had to get a blood pressure machine and monitor it for 30 days. And, uh, you know, they wanted to see results. So, you know, and of course, just, you know, just like the rest of uh, most people, you do it for about a week or two and then you give up on it. I went back to the doctors, you know, she wanted to do another checkup. And here we are again, same road. So she gave me the prescription. I went and filled it. Um, I had it in my drawer for about three months and uh, never took one. So, you know, I was like, I, oh, yeah, man, I got to do something different. And uh, right around Christmas time, man, we, uh, my wife was like, you know, we got to start, we got to start working out. You know, she, she saw an old uh, younger picture of herself and got pretty motivated to, you know, start changing our ways, you know, and, you know, you just get that comfort level. And we just started, uh, you know, started one day at a time. You know, that's all you can do and you're gonna you're gonna fall off the ladder a little bit your, your road's gonna curve it's gonna be bumpy you know but uh when you actually go back to the doctors and you, these results come in you're like holy shit this works you know and yeah. like you, everybody's like what are you doing you're like uh i i drink a gallon of water a day i eat fruits and vegetables you know, I got a little regime I do, you know, I, I like the runs. So I get a lot of running in and a lot of cardio. Um, I'm not a big fan of just sitting in the gym and lifting weights. It's not for me. You know, I uh, I do, you know, a certain standard of uh, push-ups and stuff like that every night. And, uh, you know, I uh, I was watching Bigger Pockets once of this. Uh, you you might have seen this episode. Everybody watches Bigger Pockets. Uh, <laughs> You're well, right. Ed Milet was on there. He was talking about how he used to set goals in life. And when you hit that goal, you kind of stop. So he started setting standards. So now I make things standard in life. You know, it's a standard. I do 200 push-ups every night before I go to bed. You know, it's it's a standard that I work out five days a week at least. You know, I, I like to take the weekends off. You know, I don't work on the yeah. weekends. I want to work out. But, you know, you're doing stuff around the house. You know, so I, I try to do certain amount of, uh, try to do 100 flights a day. You know, I got to fit this. So I track all and it, you know it's it's kind of interesting to see the data too you know you're like holy shit i did <laughs> seven million one thousand you know seven and a half million steps last year it's like oh you know it's, it's incredible or i just they give you these cute little badges on the fitbit so <laughs> i got this awesome the other day i did you know what did i get the other day i'm an astronaut i got twenty eight thousand <laughs> lifetime steps i've walked to the moon or I've, I've climbed steps to the moon you know i'm like wow that's that's cool you know walked across the Sahara desert <laughs> so it's, yeah uh, it's interesting man. that's wicked cool you know I feel like it's really like necessary to kind of have that that measurement too, like the metric to kind of yeah. see like you know kind of see where you're at you know like if you wanted to hit like a certain amount of steps a day or 
you know, like the 200 push-ups every night, like the standard, like have that number, you know, then like, you know, like, oh, tomorrow I got to do this and this and this and this. It's the same like binary thing. You need it. You got to keep, you know, it's, it's simple. You got to keep disciplined in life and you got to keep patterns. Patterns are huge. You know, if you can keep a pattern or a system and if it's working for you, keep it going. Don't drop it. You know what I mean? I mean, there's some nights, don't get me wrong. I, uh, like we talked about, I teach uh, down at the school. So I, I've been teaching electrical apprentices for about uh, about 10 years now. And I, I truly enjoy it. You know, and you're, you're sculpting the future. You know, these kids are, right. yeah. you know, what, if I make the kids better, then it, all it's going to do is help me. You know, I'm young. I, I'm not going anywhere in the trades. I enjoy what I do. I'm an electrician. Uh, I'm a foreman on site. So I, I run a lot of guys underneath me. A lot of young kids, they look up to them. I sold the guys to educate them, you know, and, so down the school, you know, I, I get out of class at like 8, 10 at night. By the time I roll home, shower, all that, you know, it's 9, 9.30. I wake up at 3.30 in the morning to work. You know, yeah. I like to have a little coffee time before I leave. So you get home at 9 o'clock. The last thing I want to do is push-ups before I go to bed. <laughs> you know, uh, you, know you got to try to utilize your time, too. You know, I, I hear a lot of people like, I don't have time to work out in don't get me wrong. It's hard, man, to push it in there. I, mean, I say it every night. I don't know how. I don't have any children, and I don't know how people with kids can get stuff done. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I, uh, I get out of work at like two. Uh, class starts at four thirty, so I'll utilize that time. You know, I've been uh, changing and going for a run. You know, I've been running through the UMass uh, Boston campus, man. It's from the Harbor Walk. It's phenomenal. You know, it's a beautiful route running along the water and stuff, but it's. It's you got to keep those patterns. If you can't keep the patterns, man, you're going to get off track. And, uh, you know, a good example, you know, if, you, if a plane leaves Boston, it's heading to California. That thing gets one degree off track during that cross-country travel right there. You, you're going to end up in Mexico. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to set back on course. And, uh, you know, I, there's injury, injuries along the way are going to happen. You know, I got, uh, I'd say, six months into that journey. I hit, I hurt my hip pretty bad running, you know, I pushed myself a little hard and uh, so I couldn't run for a little while, but, you know, we uh, utilize the time to do other things and, uh, you know, read some books, you know, get the mind going because, you know, the next step to keeping a healthy thing is uh, you got to have a healthy mind too, man. You got to, you got to be able to control that, you not get your emotions to overrun you, you're not stressed out and, so, you know, same thing with uh, exercise. And a couple of years ago, I got into investing. So that was uh, that was a huge accomplishment that I really wanted to learn about and, uh, you know, self-educate myself on. But there's so much good material out there. So it's it's awesome. It really is, man. I love how kind of like well-rounded you are in terms of like, you know, the investing mindset and the <laughs> fitness mindset. And like, it's it's yeah. just really cool to see like, you know, how effective it is and like, you know, different parts of your life and stuff. And like just yeah. the, the growth and stuff, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. It really is. It is. It's awesome to watch it happen. <laughs> uh, you know, my wife every day is like, you know, this, this is crazy. You know, even people I haven't talked to in a couple of years, uh, I'm, I'm giving them stocking advice and, you know, I, I've, I've been learning for, I don't know, maybe, maybe two to three years, you know, it all started reading uh, rich dad, poor dad. I think oh, everybody yeah. started with that book. You know, it's a real, a nice read. Uh, it makes you really, it makes you want to drop everything in life and go flip houses and get into sales. <laughs> you know, which, you yeah. know, my, when I read it, they're like, hey, settle down. You can only do one thing at a time, but yeah, you gotta, <laughs> I think that well-roundedness really helps out too, you know, and, uh, it all goes hand in hand because, you know, when I'm out there running, my mind's clear so I can start thinking about stuff. Or, you know, I'm listening to music. Uh, it goes hand in hand with it, though. You know, you got to keep a good, healthy mind. But uh, investing is, uh, it's, it's becoming like a passion. I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's, there's so much to learn and it's so much to take in. It's, uh, but, you know, when I started the trade, electrical trade, I, I didn't know anything about it. You know, I, I couldn't tell yeah. you how it worked and you can only take it one day at a time. You know, we have, we have a code book to follow. I had to learn everything in that code book to teach. And so same with the investor. When I first started getting into it, I, the first book I read after uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was uh, Benjamin Graham's uh, Intelligent Investor, which yep. it's a good one, man. It's an awesome book. It's, uh, you know, Warren Buffett's favorite buddy well you know you can't go wrong when you deal with Warren Buffett I yeah. mean, that guy, <laughs> he, ran, he ran a fund for you know 40 years that's done a 20 percent growth year after year you know I mean 
The guy yeah. started out selling golf balls and Coca-Colas and packs <laughs> yeah. and was like eight years old. It's like, what, 91 years in the market basically now, you know, it's, but yeah, that book was good. It was, uh, when I first read that though, it was like reading something in a different language to me. You know, I, it took yeah. me a long time to read that book, you know, and, uh, now looking back on it, I uh, truly understand it. I get it. It's, you know, value vested in book, you know, buying you, what they're trying to say, you know, you buy, you're buying a dollar for 60 cents, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That book is absolutely incredible, man. I read that one, uh, honestly in the same, relatively the same kind of position. I think for me, it was like a couple books after rich dad, poor dad, but still in like yeah. the very, very beginning, you know, and getting through that book, it, it was tough. Not going <laughs> to lie, but yeah. there's so much to digest. Yeah, but, it is like once you start to pick off like the principles and like even like little sentences here and there like just think about it a couple times like that that changes things you know like from, i know at least for me like that built a foundation you know yeah. that like got into stocks and then you know one thing led to another like that's that's kind of where it began as well you know i mean that book is something else man <laughs> yeah, it is it is you know i got it on the kindle so i reference it every once in a while because i mean there's there's still that book was uh I can't remember the exact date, but it's got to be the 60s or 70s, I think, maybe even older, you know, it's it's been a while, but uh, there's still companies that are referencing that book that are around today, you know, these, there's some companies that have been in the market for, uh, you know, 100 years, 150 plus years, you know, I mean, this goes all the way back to the East India trade and, you know, the stock market, you know, this it's been around forever, but I mean, you know, the traditional S&P, NASDAQ, all that stuff, you know, you got to keep it basic too when you get into the investing you know i tell everybody uh you know we never learned this stuff in school the you know the education system in america doesn't teach you how to invest yeah. in them. there's no class on balancing checks or credits or finances nope. you know it's if that was the case nobody would be in credit card debt you know that's there's a reason that the average american's about thirty thousand dollars in debt and retires with less than a hundred thousand dollars in the bank account you know it's uh yeah. It's a sad system that we have, but, you know, it's so easy that you can literally dump your money in the S&P 500 index, you know, just like the, you know, uh, John Bogle, the guy that really got index funds going with the Vanguard uh, system, you know, the guys don't buy the needle in the haystack, buy the whole haystack, you know, a famous quote from that guy. I mean, come on, we've all seen that one. Yep. it's on instagram every day <laughs> somebody's posting it every day and i mean that guy came up with the, most, the the simplest product out there you know he's why don't we just make this fund you know low commission fund you're paying you know 0.015 percent you know you're paying you know 15 bucks for every ten thousand dollars you have it's the s p 500's done a seven to ten percent gain for the past hundred years i mean you're going to have, you know, your 25% years. Your, I mean, 07, 08, 09, those tough ones, you know, the people, they panic though, you know, most of the time when people lose money, it's because they panic and uh, it's unfortunate, you know, I'd, I'd love to see more people get into investing and, you know, managing their 401k portfolios because it's, it's not that complicated. And the other, you know, the other thing out there is these, the 401ks, you get a lot of these companies, you know, the people that are you're contributing a lot of your hard-earned money into these and you don't even know where it's going man you yep. we bury you in these funds these 2050 funds because you're this age 2055 or international funds and you start looking at them the commission fees are unbelievable you, yeah you're losing more every week than you're actually contributing it's crazy it's like you gotta and it's uh i wish more people took it serious and you know it's uh everybody to each their own i guess in life you know if it's something that's really important to you you can and since i've been in the market man when that thing's red i love it red day is oh, a yeah. good day for me exactly i agree you know? <laughs> yeah it's like nike's go on sale and everybody runs the footlock and the market goes on sale everybody pulls their money out and i'm like yeah it's everything's on sale now <laughs> yeah you know i mean the market's all over the place right now, you know, so the valuation's high after all 2020 and everything going on there. I mean, 
last year a chimpanzee could have probably turned a portfolio 100 percent away from <laughs> yeah. the, tech, the tech stocks and the electric <laughs> vehicles and everything it's uh it was pretty exciting to be in and watch it though and you know take advantage of it at least and build off of it and you know i don't know uh, we get we got a pretty little crazy i think with uh the nfts now which uh, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, I'm not really into it. I haven't touched on the cryptocurrencies much yet, you know, and then I haven't nothing bad about it. there's plenty of people out there that love them. You know, you can diversify your portfolio with them, but it's just not uh, my type of diverse, but you know, maybe in the future, they, they, they could be the, they could be the value of the future. Who knows? You know, it's, you never know. Everything's built off speculation. Like when it truly comes down to it. You're totally right, man. I'm kind of the same way with the cryptocurrency stuff. Like, I, I think it's really cool and everything and the technology and stuff. But I literally, man, like people have explained like Bitcoin and blockchain and stuff to me a million times. I still couldn't tell you how it works. I'm like, somehow there's a thing out in the internet and you use this kind of computer to go get it. And like, I'm like, well, yeah. how does that make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got no, I like, it's not yeah. tangible. It's yeah. not tangible yeah. either. That's what bothers me. You know, I just my inexperience is ignorance, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, I, you like at least. Uh, I mean, they're calling it a commodity. Let's call it. You know, and I mean, yeah. at least with gold, I can uh, actually hold it in my possession. And if it drops to zero, it still looks pretty when I'm looking at it. I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, even some of the stocks right now are crazy. Every you know, you got the hype stocks: Apple's, the Google's, the Amazon's, yeah. Facebook's, and. Don't get me wrong, those companies make an incredible amount of money, but, you know, you're basically, you know, every dollar you put into it, you, you know, you're lucky if you get a penny out of it just because it's overvalued, but they're great growth companies, though, you know, it all depends on what you're looking for, how long you have at the market, but yeah, the the cryptos, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah. <laughs> I, see some of the, I see some of the big banks jumping on them, and, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a uh, true intention where they think it's the future or they're just trying to take advantage of uh, unknowledgeable investors. And, you know, it's, I mean, I just saw the other day, uh, Fidelity's starting to open uh, funds for 13 to 17 year old children. If, uh, really? if your parent, yeah, if your parent has a account with Fidelity, you can now get a uh, managed account by yourself, you know? So that's going to be interesting to see how that rolls out. And uh, maybe we'll, Maybe we'll start to teach, you know, maybe they'll have some yeah. classes, a lot, of, a lot of good tools on there and stuff. But, uh, you know, I've, at the end of the day, you know, if, if you don't know what you're doing, keep it simple, stay in the S&P, uh, yep. find some ETFs. I mean, the S&P is not the only one. They got some real good index funds and ETFs out there. Uh, you know, play the dividends, you know, get those things back, reinvested, drip them back into your account and uh, let that compound an in interest. You know, the eighth wonder of the world happened. Of course, man. Yeah. The, uh, that's what I first uh, started getting into was like the dividend investing. I thought yeah. it was the coolest thing in the world, you know, to like put in a principal and like have it grow, you know, like naturally over time, as well as yeah. getting the, the dividends like quarterly or, you know, buy uh, like twice a year or whatever. And, yeah, you know, depending yeah. on what it was, but I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, you know, like you set up your portfolio the right way you could get paid every month. But yeah, yeah. I kind of realized, you know, shortly after that, that it was a lot more capital to, to kind of get that the way I wanted it than I thought. So I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll probably have to come back to this at some point, but <laughs> for right yeah. now, maybe not so much. No, no, it's definitely, uh, you know, I mean, people live off dividends, uh, you know, in retirement, you know, you can, some people follow the 4% rule for that financial freedom. You know, that's the goal for me is, uh, you know, the financial freedom. You know, I got a certain age target I'm trying to get to to get out of the rat race, you know, put my W-2 away and, uh, you know, yep. you got to diversify those. So, you know, stocks are out there, you know, I, I'm looking to get into some real estate, multi-family buildings and same thing with that market. Man. You know, the houses through the roof. If, if you had a truckload of lumber right now, you're basically a millionaire. <laughs> you know, it's like. I got a set of, I got a stage in that work. That's my plan table. I got a piece of plywood on the side of it with a light and an outlet. And I'm waiting for that thing to disappear one night. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I, know, I, right? 
I walked into work today and it was a piece of, you know, just a, a plank of wood sitting on the bench. I'm like, dude, that's a hundred dollars right there. I'm like, you better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Can't look yeah. at a, a two by four the same way anymore. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's incredible. I've seen the housing market just explode. So, you know, the, uh, the multifamily's gained 150 grand over the past, you know, six months to a year. So it's like the, uh, do you hold off to see if the market settles down a little bit? I mean, we know assets only go up in value. And with inflation this year, you know, typically it's 2%, but this year, who knows what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. They just flooded the market with those stimulus packages. Oh, my God, money. yeah. We see a 4 to 6% inflation. You know, our money supply in the United States has doubled since, uh, I think, 2006. Our, we've doubled our money supply and uh, our debt in this country as well. It's uh, it is crazy and uh you know it's true what they say man i I never knew anything about this stuff before i started really learning and you know sometimes you almost don't wish you knew the knowledge you know (laughs) i want to go back to just not knowing anything i live in my life (laughs) but but, you know know. it's knowledge and power though you know you the more you know the more you grow and uh have a great group of people around you is a huge thing too. You need supporters. You need uh, just constantly be, you know, I, I like to reference the ladder thing, man. Constantly climb the ladder. You know, once, once you get to the top, you think you're up there, though, it just keeps growing. You keep moving forward. You know, some people like to stay on the bottom two rungs, but uh, that thing has more than two rungs and don't just settle for, you know, there's going to be naysayers out there. There's going to be people that, you know, are in your way. Just put them behind you and move forward, you know. The, the, the smaller your group, sometimes the better. It doesn't have to be a big group all the time. You know, like, uh, I can't remember, you know, who exactly, but if, you, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you got to find a new room. you got to start yeah. learning something, you know, especially, you know, I'm not getting any younger out here. So <laughs> it's good to see, you know, the young people getting involved like yourself, though. It's, uh, it's awesome, you know. thank you very much man i I definitely you know kind of want to like spread as much of this kind of knowledge you know along to especially other people you know similar to uh like our age you know even you yourself you know you get a couple years on me but like you're still super young bigger picture you know what i mean yeah like like just to kind of like pass on the knowledge and because like you know stemming back to something you said earlier like we don't learn this stuff in the school system you know, like for a reason, like, like you have to go out and find this kind of stuff. But when you find it, man, like yeah, <laughs> things can change, change you know, like, yeah. and not even for just you, like your family, like your friends, like it's the sky's yeah. the limit, you know? And like you said about climbing the ladder, like, you know, re- you reach a certain spot, like, oh, that's, that's really good. You're on a good path, but there's like 10 more rings or rungs that you can do like this year, man. Like, come on, you know, yeah. you can always yeah. keep pushing. You got to break the chains of poverty, man. There's too many families that have just been stuck in poverty generation after generation. And like you said, you can change lives. Uh, You you can produce some serious generational wealth with just a little bit of understanding and just trying something to do, you know, get out of your comfort zone, man. You got to, you got to try new stuff. If if you're going to, it's comfort is, you know, it's like a salary, a paycheck's a comfort zone, man. You got to, it's great. Don't get me wrong. You know, you, you got to produce some type of income, but you, you got to try something else and just keep moving forward. And I'm always trying to learn new things and the new technology, you know, in the trades, there's just always something new coming out. We got LED lights and, you know, smartphones control this and that. And it's, uh, you know, I used to walk around the job site with friggin' rolled up sets of prints. Now I have a iPad that has more information on it than it's incredible what I can store on it, you know, from, you know, using Excel to, uh, you know, all these different CAD files. And I, I 3d walk through my building with a controller on my iPad and I can see the job before it's built. It's incredible. You know? Yeah. It really is crazy, man. It, it totally is. Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff to take in at once too, though, but it's, uh, you know, I got a lot of young kids with me you know, I got a, a couple of 21 22 year old kids that are already in the market man they're investing they got future plans and it's like awesome yeah it's awesome to see it you know i never uh got into it that young but you know the past is the past you move on to the future yeah honestly man like i feel like life's just kind of way too short to 
you know, just like work your entire life, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, if you like your job, like, that's fantastic. But I mean, chances are, you know, the majority of people would rather be doing something else that makes them happy. You yeah. know, I, I wanted to say this earlier, but I forgot. I forget who said the quote and the number changes all the time. It's another one that's posted on Instagram, like, you know, 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. But right. it's uh, like the average millionaire has six streams of income. Yeah. Or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and like, yeah. just even looking at it, like bigger picture, like how many people are, you know, unfortunately, you know, struggling like to pay bills and stuff like that. Oh, sad like, poverty level, man. Yeah. And even it might have even been in um, the intelligent investor. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know off the top of my head. I haven't read that in a while. But like that book was such a foundation with this kind of thing that like, you know, if you have just just work, you know, what happens if, you know, God forbid, you know, you have to get unemployed or you get fired or, you know, laid off or whatever, like all of a sudden you have nothing. Like, what yeah. are you going to do? Like, how, how's your family going to going to eat? Yeah. You know, but like to see you know like this kind of information and like just have it sound so simple like oh you know just go and make more assets you know like just yeah. dump money into stocks like you literally just have to shovel money and like there's no like control over it i mean it's dependent on your strategy and stuff but yeah 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 exactly you know like that's something else that you know all right like um you know building over time and stuff like that like you may not have it now but now you're gonna have a reserve for you know if things didn't really go too well with your day job or whatever and like you have something else you're more diverse so yeah. like just to kind of see like it's it's really like uncomfortable to see how much this information isn't spread like across the population like like i said like you have to like find this information like no, it's kind of messed uh, up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you do. You got to research it out, man. It's uh, everybody's too focused on uh, TikToking and Netflixing, and <laughs> yeah. want to know, you know. That's the norm. Go yeah. Tomorrow, and ninety percent of the people know every Kardashian and their family and what's yeah. going on with it, but he, nobody knows what you know the simplest things. You know, it's uh, it's it's unfortunate, you know, but. People are very materialistic, uh, you know, and, you know, they, they take what they like and stuff, you know, but I mean, if that's what they enjoy in life, you know, they enjoy buying the boats and the cars and, you know, doing that. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people like, you know, I work, I work with a lot of guys, uh, our retirement age, you know, 58, they get to retire at 58 and they leave very, very wealthy and do very well for themselves. And, you know, I'm just, I'd like to leave at 45 and be able to go on vacations the rest of my life, you know, and have uh, <laughs> yeah. money while I'm sleeping with my assets, you know, and it's the possibilities definitely on the table. Uh, the biggest thing is uh, we were never taught that retirement is not an age. It's a number, you know, you, know, yeah. you go by that 4% rule. I mean, yeah, maybe it's up to 5% rule now, but you just got to figure out how much you need every year. And it's mind blowing to tell somebody, Hey, if, uh, you need 80 grand a year and you follow the 4% rule. Okay. You need a $2 million account and you can pull that out every year. You're going to grow it by seven, 10%. So you're pulling out four, you're still gaining three to 4% with the market and you're going to have down. I mean, I read an article the other day on, I don't know where it was posted, but a, a couple in 1991 that retired with 50 K I mean, 500 K in their account, you know, cause the guy was a financial money manager and he's like, wait a minute, I'm working and I have more money than the money I'm managing for retired people right now, you know? <laughs> and, and, you know, the other thing too is, you know, there's, there's, once you get good at the market, you can start picking out some like, you know, potential stocks, you know, like right now, a real hot market with uh, federal legalization coming around the corner is marijuana stocks, you know? So it's something to really get into, you know, there's, uh, there's one company that I'm really excited about that, you know, I've been researching a lot out of Florida called Juicy Holdings that they're, you know, still a small cap company. This company has been around since like 2018. Uh, they're doing phenomenal, man. They're in like six states. They're making acquisition acquisitions. They're buying other small companies. They got, they're up to like 775 plus employees now. Um, the, oh, yeah, they're doing great, man. The, the, the owner of this company, uh, Eric, uh, he's got 20 years in the banking system. So like, you know, he, 
this is a guy that understands the market. He didn't just start up a company and know nothing about the stock market. Cause you got a little bit of that going on. So they're kind of, they're not failing, but they're just, they don't understand the financial system. And it's a tough one because without federal legalization, this is an all cash business right now. They can't use the American banks. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I know that's a really interesting, uh, you know, market to see where it goes, you know, a emerging market. Yeah. I Just to kind of see, you know, like what goes in their favor and like what doesn't. And like, it's, it's going to be very interesting, you know, to kind of see how that goes and in terms of like how they have to like adapt their business model to, you know, keep succeeding, you know, and still obviously stay within the law and all that fun stuff. And yeah, yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, realistically, per federal law right now, the, the feds could come in and raid any of these facilities. There's yeah. this kind of an agreement that they made, you know, they're going to leave the states alone. But I mean, you got you got 16 states that have um, legalization for recreational use, you got, you know, 35 that have medical. So I mean, this thing's expanding at a high, yeah. high rate. Uh, I want to say, uh, I think the number in 2020 was, uh, it was a 40% growth rate from 2019. You know, the market was $21 billion in 2020. You know, they're, they're predicting this in 2025 to be around 35 to 45 billion. So, oh I mean, it, that's a huge market, man. There's yeah. a, a lot of potential there, you know, and these, a lot of these companies are small. There's a couple right here in Massachusetts, you know, you got your Cura Leaf, uh, uh, True Leaf, I think, is in Massachusetts. So they're, they're all over. You know, a lot of them are riding the Canadian market right now because of the federal regulations and stuff. But uh, And they got to do multi-tiered systems because they have to have cultivation in the same state that they're manufacturing and produced in because they can't cross state borders with it yet. So, <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate. You go out to California right now, you can, you know, get this stuff uh it's less expensive because it's grown outside. They got the climate for it where, you know, you can't grow it in the wheat. Uh, we, it snows here. You know, the weather's just, we're not in the climate zone for that. No. So <laughs> they have to get these, you know, million dollar facilities with all this, you know, elaborate systems. But, you know, they're making it happen. There's a lot of small startups out there. Uh, you know, the animals market's blowing through the roof. And, you know, I think something they got to keep control of it is, uh, you know, still educate the miners on, you know, just, it's definitely a good money maker market right now for people to be in, but we got to still, you know, keep out for the youth and make sure that, you know, they're, they're not getting too focused on this. Cause at the end of the day, you know, it is still a, a drug product or, you know, it's, yeah, they got to classify definitely the wrong category, but you know, it's, it's a, it's good for medical reasons. Definitely. I'd rather see somebody, you know, smoke a joint than pop a perk or an oxy any day. I mean, we can see the epidemic in this country from that, you know, it's so, it, but it's uh, it's good to watch it grow, you know, juicy. Uh, but yeah, they're one of, they're one of my favorite companies. I'm, I'm pretty excited about them. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really cool to kind of see where that goes. Definitely, <laughs> it's been really interesting too to see like how much like it's expanded in the past, even like five years. You know, with oh, like yeah. different states legalizing it, and you know, for different things, and like. Like just lots of crazy stuff going on, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You got, I mean, you got Oregon. Uh, was it Oregon this year? They passed uh, all drugs legal in their state. You know, they're they're like, yeah. So I mean, you, and uh, I mean, Portugal did it back. I don't remember how many years. It's been a few years, but Portugal did it, and uh, they have a lot of crime went down because of it. Because I mean, the taboo's not there. You know, it's like anything yeah. in this country. You know, when you want it more when it's illegal so exactly that's why you got a bunch of 16 year old kids running around drinking booze and stuff <laughs> but, yeah like, no nah, it's uh it's it's good though but the investing's really going well um you know the health and fitness and uh i think you know some of the top things too you know i really focus on eating foods that uh, are good for your mind and your brain too you know there's there's some real good stuff out there you know that I think something to focus on too is, you know, brain health goes with investment health in my mind, at least, because if you're not thinking clearly, you know, you're not, you might not be making the right move. So, you know, I, I try to incorporate a lot of the foods that are like good, good for you. Um, you know, our brain's made up of 60% fat, you know, so a lot of people are on these crazy diets where they try to eliminate fat from the diet. And, you know, you need 
you know, you need your avocados, your, you know, your fishes to get the omega-3 because, uh, you know, they've linked a lot of this food to Alzheimer's disease, you know, getting rid of it. And uh, there's a lot of research, you know, people that they basically dry up their brain when they don't eat some of the stuff, you know, and uh, so, you know, some of the top brain food, you got avocados out there, uh, broccoli, uh, blue, blueberries, uh, coffee's a good stimulant. It has serotonin in it, it gets your brain focused. Uh, Sweet, that's good to know. Yeah, man. yeah you know, not, I'm drinking that every day. <laughs> in moderation, though, not, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's kind of what I use for like a free workout. I use coffee. Yeah, I'm not, I don't do any, uh, like I said earlier, you know, I don't do anything crazy. I don't do any pre-workouts. I don't do any supplements. I mean, uh, I take a protein powder that's, uh, it's a vegan protein powder, right? It's made out of uh, peas, you know, uh, uh, peas have all the amino acids that like a whey protein has. So, you know, you got to make sure you got the right strains when you're doing this stuff of amino acids and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, you just got to make sure you're eating the right food. Get, just staying healthy. It's, it's huge. It's, it's, it'll change your life. I'm telling you. That's honestly a huge eye opener for me personally, man. Like, like hearing you talk about this and like seeing the pitches and stuff, it's, it's crazy yeah. you know like i have to figure out something with you know diet and exercise and stuff because you know i never really worried about it you know what i mean and just to kind of hear like like the impact that it can have on like other aspects of your life is it's crazy uh, you know it, it, that's really interesting it, it, you know it, it's it's work don't get me wrong it's not easy to you know i spend a lot of my uh, sunday afternoons prepping for the week and I'm up cutting freaking fruits and vegetables at nighttime, getting them ready. I, I take seven containers and, a, you know, two lunch bags to work because you got to incorporate all this stuff. And, uh, but, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I stay very uh, in those, I keep those patterns, man, stay disciplined, stay in that pattern. And uh, we're going to continue this journey and, you know, we're not stopping right now. Nope. That's, you know, it's almost hiking season again. So we're going to get up to New Hampshire, do some uh, mountains up there. It should be pretty exciting. I, uh, I love going up there for hiking. You know, there's nothing better than spending six hours of your day climbing a mountain to see that view. And you, can, you just feel accomplished, man. It's, it's awesome. You got to, if you haven't been up there, you got to go up there and do one. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it is awesome, man. It's uh, it's just all just being well-rounded too, you know, just gaining knowledge in all different aspects of life, and you know, building off different people, you know, you know, all the older people too, you know, a lot of these people can teach you, they can uh, mentor you, you know, your different things, and you know, I uh, I reach out to actually, you know, a fellow podcast you had on the show, he um. Eastside Properties down in my area, you know, the guy, he's awesome. Um, I lost my his name for a second here, but he, Mark. He, yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Awesome. Man. I got him on uh, text message all the time, you know, because I reach out to him for information. He's been doing the game for a while. So, you know, I, like, I'm trying to get into the real estate a little bit. And he's filled with knowledge. You know, he's, he's, he's at that point, man. He's successful. He's made it to the, you know, he's made it up and he just keeps pushing. Doesn't let his foot off that gas pedal. And I'm watching houses fly up in the area. And it's, it's exciting to watch somebody grow like that in general. You know, you, it's a, he's a motivator, man. It's a, he is definitely, you know, I, you know, people will see these pictures of me and uh, at work, people are like, Holy shit. You know, you motivated me. You know, I got older guys, guys that got 10, 20 years on me that, you know, them, I'm motivating them to do better things and just try different things. And, you know, 10 years ago, if you told me I was going to be sitting down at lunch, you know, eating the food I am now, I'd have laughed in your face. It changes you, but it's, uh, you know, corona, coronavirus was, you know, an unfortunate event, but uh, I got two months off of work, man. I hammered the books. Uh, there's some great information. There's uh Buffettsbooks.com is, uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's a website with like a clear curriculum style class system that, you know, that's nothing to do with Warren Buffett, but, you know, somebody made the system and uh, it breaks down how to figure out, uh, you know, how companies are worth, uh, you know, because as much as the market rides on speculation, each stock truly does have an intrinsical value that you have to figure out. That's, how you're going to buy that dollar for 60 cents as Warren Buffett would say, you know, and his buddy there, Charlie Munger. I mean, yep. they, 
that's the hardest part, I think, when you really start to get to the actual stock picking is, um, you know, you got to look at the past 10 years of revenue, income, the EBITDA of a company, you know, to see what they did. And then you got to predict the next 10 years. Are they going to continue that growth? Are, are they going to stop growing? So that, that's a, it's tough. And then you got to make an educated decision on your, you know, your research that you've done and you hope that you made a successful decision so that, and, you know, people 20 years ago that bought Amazon didn't know where it was going to be today. And now they're all sitting on a beach somewhere because <laughs> they don't have to work <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's incredible. You know, Google's, I mean, when I graduated high school, Google is just starting out. If I, if I threw a thousand bucks in, then I, we wouldn't even, you know, we'd I'd probably be <laughs> somewhere, I'd have a palm tree in my background right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, so there's there's a lot of cool companies out there. So, you know, I've, I've spent the time, I've done some research on some smallish companies. And uh, so, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna try to start up a little uh, YouTube channel, maybe start educating some people and stuff. Right now, I just got the Instagram. I, I kind of just started posting on it, but we're going to try to get better at it, build on it, uh, do like some investor stuff, some food, wealth. Uh, some I got some nice running motivation videos I'm going to start posting up there, you know, just... Try to get people off that couch and uh, just feeling better, man. You, you'd be surprised when you're, uh, you know, some days when I come home, I'm stressed out. I just throw those shoes on and just take off and you just burn it right out of you, you know? Yeah. I love but, that, man. That's incredible. Yeah, good stuff, man. It's good <laughs> stuff. It's all awesome. So I guess what's kind of your why, you know, when it comes to, you know, like the investing and the, uh, the fitness and stuff, like, what kind of goes through your head, you know, like if, like we were just saying, like you don't have like the best day at work or, you know, what have you, like just to put those shoes on and go, you know, and so not to. My why, I guess would be, uh, you know, I, I don't really know, I guess my why would just be to like, just, I wanted to improve my entire life. You know what I mean? I, I have, my wife's my best friend, basically. I've been, uh, I was fortunate enough to find, uh, an incredible relationship at a young age. I've been with her for 22 years. You know, it's pretty incredible. We met freshman year of high school and uh, it just, we've been kicking it off since she's always been by my side. And uh, I guess she would be one of my wives, definitely. You know, I, my health was sinking and I'm like, man, I'm looking like I got, if all goes south, I'm leaving her alone, you know, and she, she has family, but we have built this incredible life together. And it's, uh, She's definitely one of my wives that I always push through for, uh, change my lifestyle for, and um, won't look back at it, you know. And uh, so that's uh, definitely keeps me motivated, going, always trying to push forward to accelerate our life, you know. I'd, my financial freedom—that's definitely one of my wives. I, I just want to not be able to. I don't want to walk out that front door in the morning and have to, you know. I want to just be here doing things like. You know, not staying in the house. I want to be a travel to this amazing country, check out all these beautiful parks and throw us in an RV and travel around. You know, we, I got to walk out that front door and look at her. And you, this, you never know what's going to happen, man. You know, we having this podcast right now. I might not be here tomorrow, unfortunately. You know, it's just, that's how life is. So it's, you know, every day you leave that house and you jump in. The most dangerous thing we do in life is drive a vehicle to work. You know, it's the most accidents happening. And uh, I've seen three guys in the past year, unfortunately, die on job site. You know, I, I didn't witness it. Uh, I didn't see them. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I've heard about them. You know, one guy was in our company. You know, it's unfortunate, you know, and you just, you never know, you know, just the simple mistakes in life. It could be somebody texting and driving. So she's, she's definitely pushed me a lot of the way. You know, she's always been there to just say, hey, straighten up get going yeah what are you doing you know you're off track you know, like we said with that plane earlier man she puts me back on you know, gets me off that one degree chart puts me back on zero <laughs> so, yep yeah i couldn't agree more there was something that uh it actually just kicked back into my head it was something that that mark said when i was interviewing him about um oh what was it i just lost it um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was how many Fridays do you have left in your life? And he was telling yeah. me, he was running me through it. And it honestly, it really got me thinking, man. He's like, yeah. so the average, you know, age to, to live until is 85, you know, like just throwing random numbers out there. Yeah, yeah. If that's the average, 
you know, subtract your age and then, you know, multiply like the amount of years by, you know, 52 yeah. or you know, whatever the calculation is to see like, you know, roughly like how many Fridays do you have left in your life? That's, you know, how many weekends crazy. do you have left? And that's it really job, has perspective man. like that, man. Like he, yeah. Mark got me thinking. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty deep right there. That's a, yeah. that's a good one right there. Yeah. I it mean, hits I, hard. Cause like, you're not going to get that Friday back. You know what I mean? Like you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the one thing in life you can't buy is time, man. You, you can have a look at Steve jobs. You know, you can have all the money in the world. You're not buying time. No. So live every day. Like it's your last, make it precious. You know, don't go to bed angry. That's a huge thing, man. Make, go to bed happy, you know, wake up happy. Like everything's just noise in the background, you know, push that shit behind you and move forward. You know, I mean, you know, I just watched a small little, uh, I think it's all over Institute, you know, I think it's Keanu Reeves, you know, they asked him, you know, what happens when you die? And uh, he said, uh, I, I do know that the people that love us will miss us, you know? So that's, you know, it's right along those guidelines. You know, it's, I like the Friday thing though. That's uh, that makes you really think about life right there. Though. That's uh that's a good one, man. That's crazy. It does, man. It, the way he explained it to it, I re recommend, you know, like text them or asking them about it. He, yeah, he explained it a lot better than I did, but yeah, man, yeah. Like, we, I'll definitely reach out to him on that one. He's uh, he's like I said, he's been a, a good mentor to build off of, you know, uh, I think I, uh, I helped my brother. My brother's an electrician too. I helped, and he did a lot of work for Mark. So I've helped him on one or two Mark's projects. So it's uh, and I'm always trying to get some of those houses for him too. So yeah. <laughs> always, chasing, always chasing that work always man always climbing the rungs on the ladder right yeah that's it man i love the ladder man. <laughs> you can knock me back down listen i've been knocked down the ladder man i worked for a company for 10 years i was on the top of the ladder i got smacked down to the bottom started over again that ladder just keeps going there's some people that would stay down in that pit and that dark hole but you just you get back up and you move forward there's, there's right. people that you know you can either complain or you can go I love and I move. Yeah. Like totally shake and right. bake, shake and bake, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I couldn't agree more about, you know, it, it definitely is, you know, kind of hard when you get knocked down the ladder, but like to get yeah. back up. But once you get back up and keep moving, like, That's like it. you're a, a little bit tougher than you were before, you know, like your skin's thicker and like, you're like, yeah. all right, you know, whatever about that. Like, I'm ready for the next thing. Like, let's go. Yeah, you, you know, know, like you, you can't on, let it stop you. Yeah, you build on those uncomfortable situations, you know, man, at, at work, it's, you know, part of uh, you work, you got to fire people, lay people off, man, that sucks watching, you know, just the heartbreak when you look at somebody, but man, that's an uncomfortable situation that'll make you stronger. You know, sometimes there's just people you don't work well with, and you got to have conversations with them, and there's things you don't want to talk about when you do it, it every one of those conversations makes you stronger in life yeah yeah it's i couldn't all, agree more yeah no it's it's good stuff right there it does always you know learning lessons and growing yeah you know, especially yeah. when everything's kind of hitting the fan and just getting back yeah. up stronger and coming back harder yeah try to be the bigger man too you know sometimes man people are just you don't know what, what's happening in life too with uh people at home you know may, why they're acting out and yeah. you don't know what the back story is so you know just you know you just try to uh my my wife always tells me man kill people with kindness and you know when i when i get mad and i i just want to blow your top a little bit she says hey just just kill them with kindness and man, i'll tell you what it works every time you know they just <laughs> they're like why is this guy being so nice jesus yeah <laughs> kindness is sustainable it is man and it makes you feel better at the end of the day too so it does it definitely is tough in the moment, though. <laughs> Very tough sometimes. I'm, Irish. I'm an Irish guy. I, I know. <laughs> it's tough sometimes, but, you know, I, uh, I got a good supporting group around me of friends and family. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's huge. Yeah, it definitely is. So, Doug, I did want to ask you, how do yeah. you define wealth? I know we've talked about, you know, kind of a good amount of stuff, but. Yeah, how do I define wealth? I mean, I guess some people would consider wealth like uh, monetary value or money. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's really wealth in life. You know, what I mean, I, money, like we said, it can't buy. You can't buy happiness. And I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, it can buy a lot of stuff that can make you happy. But what for temporary purposes? I mean, yeah. 
wealth, wealth to me is just living life and, and being able to actually enjoy it, you know, uh, sit down at dinner and have meaningful conversations that actually, you know, it's something you can elaborate on, you know, when, when I pull in this driveway and uh, my wife's at the front door waiting for me because she's happy to see me. I mean, that is, that's wealth. That's pure. Yeah. Yeah. That's wealth in life. That's right real. There. Yeah. <laughs> Money can be made. You know I mean? That's riches, you know, money's riches when it comes to wealth. It, it's, it's your true happiness. You know, it's not, not having a freaking million dollars in the bank and five houses and all that stuff that, you can lose that stuff just as fast as you can gain that stuff. But you're right. Nobody, some people don't ever find true wealth, true happiness. You know, they spend their whole life chasing it and they can't find it. And uh, you just got to grasp it and hold on to it. And uh, I, I'd say that's true wealth for me, you know, just enjoy life, the happiness and being able to just have good conversations with people. And that would be the best for me. I'd say. Yeah. It scares the hell out of me, you know, to kind of see people that, like haven't really found that happiness, you know, and it's just, yep. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just like really scary to kind of see that like life is way too short, you know, and like just to, just to kind of see somebody who's miserable is, is tough, you know, especially like seeing this kind of information, like, you know, as young as we are and like somebody who may not have kind of found out about some of this, you know, much earlier on. And it's, I don't know, it's tough, you know, to, I feel like it's huge to just spread the knowledge and yeah, some people get stuck stuck down in that dark deep hole, man, and they just can't climb out. You know, I've seen it happen. You know, unfortunately, you know, people that take their lives early in life because they just can't they can't find their way, they can't find their path, and uh, it's it's terrible to watch it happen too. I've seen it. You know, I'm a young guy, and I've seen it happen too much too, and it's. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's one thing I really like about uh, Jordan Peterson. You know, the guy's, uh, he's a clinical psychiatrist, uh, 30 years studying the brain, man. He's got some great knowledge out there, some good books, maps of meaning, the 12 rules of life. And uh, he's really changed a lot of people's life by, you know, that the, the big question out there, what is the meaning of life? What are we doing here? You know, and, you know, he'll, he'll give you an elaboration on, you know, how to think about it and stuff. And it's, uh, it's interesting. But yeah, it's, it's unfortunate to see people like that. You know, they're just down on their luck. And I work in the city, man. I, people, I see people sleeping on benches as I'm walking to work homeless. And it's, it's, you know, you don't know where they came from, what happened to them in life. And you always think to yourself, huh, you know, why can't they change or turn themselves around? And uh, you know, it's just part of life, I guess. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It is. It's terrible. Yep. So I know we were kind of talking about um, Jordan Peterson's uh, podcast a little before the show, but like, I was wondering if you could just kind of like jump into that again, you know, so like some other people could kind of hear about that too. Cause I know I'm definitely going to check it out. Like a little bit about it. He's a clinical psychiatrist. He's a teacher up at a college in Canada. And uh, you know, he's, some people label him as an extremist. He's just a scientist. He believes in science. He studies the brain, you know, and he does, he does a lot of good educational, he, a lot of theory. He talks about um, societies and how, you know, it's just things that aren't good for us and how, you know, we're changing. But he, he runs a podcast. He's got a lot of good stuff with uh, Joe Rogan and him on their podcast together. But, uh, you know, he elaborates on different things of life, uh, you know, just working and just people stuck down in that deep dark cold too like he you know he really he's got some good stuff out there i I would definitely i'm in the middle of one of his books right now maps of meaning and uh he goes through like you know anxiety and you know just different scenarios of how your body works with your brain and how people panic and just get you know freaked out and put himself in that place and you know one of the biggest things uh one of the things i took out of uh, that he talks about is like you know, he had a case study that um, just lived in a terrible environment, a bad household. And he told the kid, you know, real dirty household and stuff, just terrible people. And go home, you know, make your environment nice, clean your room, you know, something as basic as cleaning your room. And the rest of the household freaked out on him. What do you, you know, what do you think? You're better than us? You know, and the, the reaction is incredible. You're like, holy shit. But yeah, yeah, I'd definitely check him out. Man. Anybody listening to this podcast, check him out. He's on. 
YouTube. He's on Insta now. He does it all. He does some uh, a lot of good stuff, you know. But he's got a lot of followers. You know, he real he wears this nice pristine uh, suit, and uh, he's actually he's on the carnivore diet right now. He only eats beef, you know, beef and water. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it works for him, you know. But that's uh, you'll hear that on the podcast if you check it out. It's pretty exciting to listen to because it's different. I haven't heard of it before. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check that one out. It's, it's always nice to hear some, you know, different podcasts and different views on things other than yeah, the Bigger yeah. Pockets podcast. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, you know, I've recently, awesome. I've recently yeah. kind of branched out to, you know, some other ones, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's always nice to kind of hear a little bit of a different um, perspective about some different things as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, the a good, uh, good investor one that I like to listen to. It's a value investing podcast is the Stansberry report. Um, they do it every, I think Thursday night, but they, they're like true value investors. You know, they talk about the market and stuff, you know, about an hour long show. And uh, I like to touch on them every week. They, uh, the Stansberry report, but yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. That one sounds pretty good too. Yeah. I've definitely. Touched into, um, I think it's Masters of Business. So I think it's like a Bloomberg one. Yeah. I've hit that one once in a while. That one's okay. Yeah, yeah they got, they're, they're popping up everywhere. There's some good ones. You know, everybody's just, that's the awesome thing about all this technology is the knowledge is getting out there, you know, and, and you can listen to it or you can get hung up on watching, you know, chicks in bikinis dance on tiktok you know if that's your thing then go for it you know have at it boy you know but it's uh you can pick up a lot of knowledge from all this stuff too you know some incredible older people out there that have been in real estate been investing that just are spreading it you know and you also got your spam out there they're trying to you know come over here for seven dollars and i'll teach you how to make a million dollars you know what i mean that's yeah. speculation man you know speculation loses money it doesn't make money I, that's why i don't buy stocks that people tell me you know i'm riding up the elevator at work and they're like hey go buy this you know yeah. no stay away that kills me man like just to yeah. kind of see because like you know <laughs> like just like you know it's kind of something out of emotion like oh yeah. dude you know this like dogecoin thing is pretty cool yeah, like, you should buy geez. into it you know like yeah man. the doge has been all over the place with elon musk oh my god it's probably you know from the foundation of books like the intelligent investor you know that tell you yeah. to really like dig into it and look at like the pe ratios and like yeah the you know actually like do your homework on the company like read through the financials like do the do the due diligence and see if it's you know actually yeah. something you want to get into instead of like Oh, I like the Coke logo. That's pretty cool. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, then oh, it's it's gambling. I, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can, it's simple. Keep it simple too. What's around yeah. you? you know? I walk around job sites. Everybody bangs down Monster Energy drinks. So I started looking at Monster stock. You know, I I'm yeah. an electrician. Uh, we install generators. So I started looking at generator rack. I mean, your HVAC carrier controls, carrier equipment. They've been around a hundred years. A great dividend builder too. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to elaborate on. I feel like a big thing too, you know, that you kind of just mentioned was to keep it simple. That's you it. Know, like it's only as complicated as you make it. You know, like it, the more knowledge you want to get, like that's fantastic. You know, you'll have a little bit more background, but like you know, depending on you know, like your choices and and your criteria and stuff like that, like you might not really have to dig that deep, you know, and you might be satisfied with like a certain amount of information that you have. You know, that's right. awesome. But if you wanted to dig deeper, then there's always more to to discover. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, don't get overwhelmed. That's definitely no. something that I I struggled with and still do once in a while. Yeah, you, know, you just... get sidetracked once in yeah. a while. You know? I mean, Peter Lynch, uh, he's another great investor. He ran the Fidelity Fund for I don't know nine years. I think he did a 29% turnover for nine years straight. Incredible. Uh, he says, uh, you know, if you can't explain to an eight-year-old in 10 seconds why you own a stock, you shouldn't own a stock. And, you know, it's true, you know, like, yeah. why do you, you know, it's so, it's like you said, keep it simple. We do that with the food, too. Keep the food simple. I'm not over here making dishes with 17 different spices and <laughs> you know, I rinse broccoli and eat it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we call it done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. The more complicated you make it, the, the harder you get, you're more prone to fail, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's, it can be a little more frustrating too, you know, and like you might actually lose interest, like the more complicated that you make something like that. No, it's true. Cause yeah, you start jumping all over the place. And everything. Yeah. 
And then you're like, like, there's so much to do. And like, I can't do this. And the doubt starts setting in and like, it, it turns yeah. into a nightmare. And you're like, dude, you could have just opened up, you know, I can't or bag of broccoli, rinsed it off and called it done. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Open a can of tuna, eat it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Your body just needs fuel. You don't need freaking to get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. <laughs> Doug, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. I, I could honestly talk to you for hours. So like, yeah, I don't I even know what time it is or anything. I don't care. Like, it could literally no, just keep good, talking man. to you for hours. That's <laughs> no, good, man. I love it. I love uh, talking. I like just educating, talking about stuff, you know. And uh, I appreciate you having me on, too. You know, if uh, I, I tell you what, though, I'm going to just leave you with uh, a book, too, man. If, uh, sure, yeah. We're going to go. We're going to sidetrack from investing. I want you to check out, if you haven't, uh, The Impossible Climb by Alex Honnold. I don't know if you know about the guy at all, but he's the guy that scaled El Capitan in Yosemite National Park free. No ropes, nothing. The guy is incredible, man. It just shows that whole, uh, you know, fear is mental, pain is real. This guy is an incredible athlete that just shut his brain off and climbed a 3,000-foot vertical cliff in a couple hours the only person ever do it in history but check it out otherwise thanks for having me kyle i appreciate it man yeah that book sounds definitely crazy it, the pleasure yeah. is all mine man is there a anywhere on you know social media and stuff that the yeah, people can see i'm on uh, conley douglas right now and uh we're gonna i'm gonna start up a financial shock and results channel so once i get it i'll throw it on the website we'll go for them man yeah i can't wait to see that man Guys, check out some of the uh, some of Doug's progress pictures from from one of his journeys of many. It's they're absolutely incredible. (laughs) All right, thanks, Kyle. Have a good night. All right, guys, that concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.